0: Okay, so I always have to do this because I do have a focus issue. (laughs) So it's like if I just at least have something on, then I can just do this, right? Okay, so I just love reading this book. It's just hard for me to focus. So I'm gonna be reading and then commenting and reading. And I know I've done this like so many times, but it's still worth doing every time I do it because I need to keep trying. And so even if like every time I try, it's going to be me trying again, it's all good. So this is me reading and summarizing and reviewing, um, first book of Nephi, <laughs> um, his reign and ministry. So yeah, chapter one, it's I, Nephi, having been born of goodly parents, therefore I was taught somewhat in all the learning of my father. Um, so one of the last times I was speaking with one of my kids, she was just illustrating this sheer fact to me that I was so impressed with her insight in. I think she was like also prompted by like some other, um, resource she was reading at the time that kind of also prompted this, but either way, it was a great insight. Just this whole concept that like this Nephi character guy, not just character, he's like a historical guy, like, like probably one of my ancestors were probably related somewhere down the line. Right? Anyways, but he's one of my kid's ancestors anyways. So awesome. Um, Anyways, he's like this amazing guy, right? Like amazing person that did so many great things. And yet the first thing he says in his account is like, oh, I'm just the son of some great parents. Like, right? He could have said anything, but he says that. And so you just know right off the bat, like he's a trustworthy person because he's there to glorify his parents and give honor to his parents. And I'm like, ooh. One, that was like truth spelling it out to me. And two, that was like, man, I could do so much better in that way, right? I could, I and and I want to. Like I have a couple books I wanna write, write about my parents when the time is right. One book will be my my mom's story. Uh, with me and then how I get to meet her in heaven and we like have a grand old time and and the person that I will get to describe of the person in heaven, of who she is, and it'll be amazing. Like it'll be the best story ever of any person that was ever written because she's just this person that just like is able to totally shine and be like her full self, right? Like, and I'll just love writing that story and then the other will be like of my amazing dad and his his just perseverance to be such a kind and patient person and that'll be like such a fun story to write and all the things that he wished that he got to do right like whether it was the sandbox thing or you know different Different things that he wanted to do, right? But he just didn't know how. But yet, like, I don't think he totally realized that, like, you know, two generations down the line would be doing those things for their kids. But he was able to do what he did so that the next generation could do what they could do, right? And how much of a glorious story that will be of like, one person's regret will also then transform into another person's, like, gratitude that that was just enough what they did was their best and that was enough and then and then so the next generation could do their next like next best opportunity right like because they were alive and well enough to do it because of the last generation that kept them alive right so that was amazing so it's, yeah, I Nephi having been born of goodly parents, wherefore, therefore I was taught somewhat in all the learning of my father and having seen many afflictions in the course of my days, nevertheless having been highly favored of the Lord in all my days, yea, having had a great knowledge of the goodness and the mysteries of God, therefore I make a record of my proceedings in my days, yea, I make a record in the language of my father, which consists of the learning of the Jews and the language of the Egyptians. And I know that the record which I make is true, and I make it with my own hand, and I make it according to my knowledge. For it came to pass in the commencement of the first year of the reign of Zedekiah, king of Judah, my father Lehi having dwelt at Jerusalem in all his days, and in that same year there came many prophets prophesying unto the people that they must repent, or the great city Jerusalem must be destroyed. Wherefore it came to pass that my father Lehi, as he went forth, prayed unto the Lord, yea, even with all his heart in behalf of his people. And it came to pass as he prayed unto the Lord, there came a pillar of fire and dwelt upon a rock before him. And he saw and heard much. And because of the things which he saw and heard, he did quake and tremble exceedingly. And it came to pass that he returned to his own house at Jerusalem, and he cast himself upon his bed being overcome with the spirit and the things which he had seen. Okay, just pause for a second here. I just have to interject with the historical background, just minorly here. Like this record was translated by this man named Joseph Smith. And he was like, like when he found this record, he was this 14 like I don't remember exactly how old he was. Basically, he had this vision when he was 14. And then somewhere around that 14 to 21 age, he got to this point where he gained enough trust to then be able to pick up these records, these gold plates, which these, this story was written on before it turned into, onto paper because it was translated by him and then written by his scribe friend, probably Oliver Cowdery at the time. He had a few people scribe for him and i just can't imagine what it would have been like for him to feel like so privileged to be the first one to see those like records in those like egyptian hieroglyphic type of words and then to to get the know-how to figure out what english words to put in to replace those hieroglyphic words and to say them out loud Um, and, and to just keep doing it for however many sweet days in a row, right, to then get it all translated. And I just like, I just can't imagine the level of spirit and honor and privilege he must have felt to be like, I can't believe little old me is the first person that's going to hear this story, like, in my generation, right? Like after however many years it's been buried, like I'm just feeling so privileged, right? And that's the like level of weight that I'm feeling right now. It's like, why do I, like that was like what I felt when I was 15 and I started reading this book for the first time. I was like, why me? Like out of all the friends that I have, I feel like I'm the only one that is reading this book right now at this exact time. And like, for this whole year, probably, right? Like, and maybe even for the next 10 years, like maybe I'm the only one that will ever read this book, right? Like of all the friends that I have currently, right? And I like, I just was like, but why me, right? Like, and I was like, I don't know why. i just feeling like a little old me kind of a person. And, but I just know that I need to do this because I need to do it. Like, I don't know why nobody else feels like they need to but I know I do. And I just know that I need to live without regrets. And this is one of those things that I'm doing to not have any regrets. And so I just feel so thankful. Like I feel so thankful to be hearing this story again, to understand the weight and the blessing that it was for it to be translated for the first time into a language that I know like inside and out, you know? Like, that I was born in this country that allowed for me to become, like, bilingual, trilingual, like, pretty quickly. Um, And that it was, like, a no-brainer. And... And that it's still a no brainer, right? Like, but like, honestly, though, the first time I read it when I was 15, I really didn't understand it totally because I was still learning how to decipher between like Old English kind of like phrase structures and things like that. Thankfully, I was studying Shakespeare that year too. So it was kind of easier to understand because I was also studying Shakespeare. So I was already getting used to that kind of Old English kind of feel. And so it made it a little bit easier so that I could be like, oh, okay, I can grasp this, right? I can grasp the gist. But it wasn't until like a good many years of going through it until I could finally be like, oh, I could read a page and be like, yeah, I can summarize it and I can just explain what just happened because I actually understood it. Like... Versus like reading a little bit here and there and be like, it's still choppy and I really don't know what what was going on there. Right. Like and so it's been really humbling to get to that level of fluency to be like, oh, yeah, this is totally what was going on. Right. And so, yeah, like I just feel super, super humbled by that.